Good morning and welcome to episode 264 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by. So we are really um, at the start of the club seasons. Uh, more and more clubs or, or more and more uh, domestic leagues starting up. And uh, I guess talk a little bit about um, uh, just talk a little bit about Germany today. Just a touch of the NBA. Uh, don't have loads of time today, so I'm going to kind of limit it to that. And um, and then uh, get your interviews and then uh, head out. Uh, so just to start off really quick, let you know how you can get in contact with the show. You can reach out to me on Twitter. That's at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The website is highnews.com. The email address, highnews at gmx.de. You can go to the Facebook group. Just put in the search bar, Taking in the Charge podcast, and you can find us there. And um, website, highnews.com. You can go to iTunes, rate and review the show. And you can go to uh, become a Patreon. You can become a supporter of the show. You can go to patreon.com slash taking charge and show your love for the podcast. And uh, yeah, just become a supporter. Uh, just a little bit of money would go a long way to uh helping out all right um yeah so i guess you know first start off with um first off with 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 spain I, we kind of mentioned it a little bit yesterday <clears throat> last week sorry in the in the in the podcast rs brought it up and i you could tell i really jumped on that point about how the spanish teams you know maybe the barcelona could actually you know maybe not even give up their teams for uh, their players for the Spanish national team. Obviously they're a yearly team anyhow, so that would be kind of a, an, an issue, but um, you know, there's just some really ugly pictures, uh, ugly scenes going on in Barcelona right now with these, um, with this uh, attempt to vote and uh, the, the, the police, the brutal police um, stoppage of it. Um, and the, I don't want to call it protest because it really wasn't necessarily a protest. It was just an attempt to vote, even though they called the 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 vote illegal. Um, you know, semantics, a little bit of semantics here. So um, still, just ugly scenes and uh, not very not very good. Um, I, I just saw something on on uh, one of the German Twitter, uh, one of the German. Um, uh, news websites on Twitter, they were mentioning how, you know, the Bundesliga, the German football, soccer Bundesliga, would not be an option for Barcelona. Um, you know, if, you know, it's it's kind of, 
you know, we, obviously it's a political situation. We don't have any idea how it's going to actually work out. Um, but, you know, if if Catalonia actually um, decides to declare itself an independent state and uh, and and then these these leagues actually kick out the Catalan teams, if I'm not mistaken, there's four teams. Um, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on on all of them. I know, obviously, Barcelona, but also Juventud Barcelona. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's two other ones in the Spanish uh, top flight in the in basketball. Let's see if I can call that up really quick, see if I can find it. Um, and so, really, the question kind of goes, what actually happens if that if that actually happens if they do you know break off Catalan uh, you know and, and become a Catalan state you know do do these clubs then actually get kicked out you know um, obviously it's something that uh, has really never happened before and so it's going to be you know this national team uh, this uh, federation and the and the and the ACB gonna have to kind of play it by ear and figure out what to, what they want to do with it. Um, yeah, I think Mercia might. I know. Sorry for those in Spain who, who know. Um, but uh, I should have looked at this ahead of time. But I'm pretty sure there's four Catalan teams. And uh, so you know, if, if four teams are 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 gone from the ACB from the Liga Endesa. You know, during a season, it's just going to become an absolute nightmare. Um, so, it, you know, it's a situation that you know, if it if it continues to advance, you know, without a doubt, we'll talk about it more. Uh, but I just wanted to bring it up, and you know, just because the you know the football Barcelona team has already sort of um, you know kind of thrown their support around uh, behind this um, this movement, and and I did see mention on on on, on German news Twitter. Uh, uh, on their feed, how the Bundesliga would not be an option for Barcelona, but there are op- other options out there for Barcelona. So it's it's a fascinating situation, and um, but a horrible situation for the people in Barcelona. Um, anytime you see uh, any violence, and anytime you see uh, police, um, you know, going brutally at the civilian population, it's it's never good. So. Uh, thoughts and prayers to the people affected in in uh, Barcelona um, on you know just very tense um, uh, time going on right now and uh, so hope everybody is safe and well in in, in Barcelona. Uh, moving over NBA, I didn't really want to go too too much in depth. We're going to talk about the NBA before the season starts, but uh, I'm going to kind of wait. On it, I just wanted to say that the games are on now. Preseason games are on now, so you can actually go and watch highlights and and full games and, and whatnot. So and it's you know it's it's going to be a pretty interesting NBA season. You know, a couple of teams are made some pretty big moves, and and you know one of the things that you know you've already started to see um, are more and more people, NBA fans who really haven't been following European basketball that much. Uh, are getting a taste of what Milos Teodosic has been doing for us for you know whatever a decade and um, and you I knew that that, that Teodosic would would totally um, would totally fit as far as offensively defensively obviously he's going to struggle quite a bit but 
you know, offensively, you know, some of the passes that he's going to have just, and it's going to be so much more open court, you know, he's, he's just going to be so, uh, I was talking to somebody today and I think there's going to be, you know, NBA top 10 nights, you know, top 10 highlights. I, I'd say he's going to be in there in the top 10 20 times this, this coming season. And, and I'd say top 10 of the week, 10 times, um, you know, you're going to see some of his amazing passes and, and, uh, so yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. It's been, it's pretty cool seeing, seeing Taylor Jones, you know, people have been talking about go about him going over for a couple of years now and, uh, you know, situation isn't right for him to go over there and, 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 uh, and to do his thing. And so, you know, obviously we here in Europe are going to miss him, but, uh, for the rest of the world who, who doesn't watch a lot of, uh, your European basketball, but do watch NBA basketball. Now the the rest of the world gets to see him as well, so it's it's going to be pretty cool. But again, more on the NBA. We're gonna, not 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 this week, and but so just touch a little bit base. Uh, one of the leagues that did start this past week was the German uh, Easy Credit BBL, and uh, it's a couple of uh, real highlights to start off. A couple upsets. Uh, Würzburg, uh, that's uh, Dirk Barman's team. And uh, they, he also brought in on a three-year deal uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Robin Benzing, the German national team captain, and Benzing's already proved uh, uh, a great signing. Uh, had 23 points as Würzburg beat Bamberg at home, and uh, and then uh, Benzing hit the fine, hit the uh, tied the game in the. Uh, in the final seconds, and then won won the game in overtime uh, with I think five seconds left uh, to beat Jena, and then uh, so you know Würzburg, uh, interesting team. You know this is the first year that that uh, Bauerman, You know last year he took over sort of uh, mid late season, and uh, so now he's kind of got the full reign now. Um, Bayern. Bayern Munich has has really you know been cruising through two games. I think they had the the biggest victory <clears throat> in their league history. I think is what it was uh, against. Uh, against um, yeah, I think it was Gießen. Uh, anyhow, so they're they're cruising and and Albert Berlin. They came. They they went down to to Ulm, who had only lost once last year in the in the BBL at home during the regular season, and they and and uh, Albert Berlin beat Ulm. Uh, but then uh, Bremer Hoffen go and beat uh, beat uh, Albert Berlin. So you know some some really some really fun highlights, uh, some really fun games going on. And uh, you know there's going to be you know Bamberg's going to have a new look. Bayern are going to have a little bit of a new look. Uh, very this very heavy Serbian team, Serbian influence there. Uh, Ulm has been re 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 remade. Uh, and uh, Oldenburg, the finalists from last year, have also been revamped. So quite a few teams with quite a f- quite a different look, and and um, so you know the great package they have on the telecom sports. You know you can you know really watch all the games on demand and um, in, in HD. Fantastic product. So I mean, if you can go grab that, you can. Um, it's fantastic. So a great start to the to the BBL, and um, you know, it's I think they have three teams now in the Basketball Champions League. Bayern, uh, uh, Bamberg is in the Euroleague. Uh, let's see, Ulm. Let's see if I can do this up top top of my head. 
Ulm, Bayern, and uh, Berlin, probably those three. Yeah, probably those three in the in the uh, Euro Cup. So quite a bit of international basketball. See what kind of success these guys could have this year on the international stage. That's kind of been the the one thing that's kind of been outstanding so far for the German league in their in their you know progression and development as one of the top leagues in Europe. You know, there's, everybody talks about the development going on in this country. But uh, the international success success has been kind of uh, kind of lacking, and and so maybe see what see what uh, what can happen this year. All right, so that's uh, you know I don't like I said I don't have loads and loads of time right now, so I need to to kind of get kind of get cruising. So uh, we'll let you know. Um, uh, well, we'll talk about some more things uh, on some of these leagues. We, we will have an NBA podcast without a doubt. Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, let's get into the uh, the, the interviews. Uh, this is actually a couple of interviews left over. I was going to kind of run them last week, but then uh, this whole FIBA Windows EuroLeague thing came up, and 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 really felt like I wanted to to have somebody, you know, have some people talk about that. Uh, so these are a couple of interviews left over from EuroBasket 2017. So I'm going to start with Marco Bellinelli from Italy, and, and then after that, to talk to Donotas uh, Motiunas. Uh, Motiunas, of course, uh, we talk about it in the in the interview. You know, he was um, uh, very late to the to the national team. Left uh, really late in the preparations to go to see his uh, wife, girlfriend, wife in Houston. Uh, they had just had their had a baby and um, uh, just had a baby, and then he was stuck there uh, after the hurricane uh, struck there and. And uh, was struggling to get out of the uh, get out of the country, come back to to Europe uh, in time for the games. So Donutas Monionas Motionas for that one, and then uh, finish it off with uh, Zaz, uh, Zaza Pashulia from Georgia. And so those are the three interviews this week. Enjoy Marco Bellinelli, Donutas Motionas, and Zaza Pashulia. So catch you on the other side of that. All right, another Eurobasket. Um, maybe just talk about uh, your thoughts about being here uh, in uh, in Tel Aviv for, for your basket 17. Uh, great experience, you know. Like uh, every time that uh, I have the possibility to to play with my team, represent my country, and uh, play an European Championship, I think is a great thing, you know. So uh, we are happy to be here. We are happy to uh, be in Tel Aviv and, uh, and try to do our best, you know. Like uh, we have a, we have a good team. And uh, we just want to try to do something nice, you know, so uh, we played good the first two games. We lost, yes, against Lithuania, against one really great team. And uh, we just tried, you know, maybe to be a surprise. So we believe in us. Uh, we try to be better every practice on the court. We are ready. We are ready to help each other on defense and offense play together. You know, so we just uh, want to do our best. How is this? How has this changed for you? Uh, you know, another Eurobasket. You know, you know, you know, you have uh, five opponents in the group, and that that's basically you know just building on the goal of getting to the you know the knockout stage. How's this changed for you over the years? You know, I do what I love, you know, so I don't really think about other things. I just love to play basketball and uh, 
be here is uh, is unbelievable. You know, just uh, I have the possibility to uh, play together with my team and, like I said before, you know, represent my country. And uh, you know, I'm not 20 years old. I'm 31 right now. You know, but at the same time, I just really want to improve my game and try to be the best player that I can. You know, so. Uh, you know the competition to play against really good team, uh, against really good player. I think is really important for me. Um, when 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 Gallo, uh, when it was uh, you know determined that he wasn't going to be able to come, wh what were your thoughts about that? You know that was a long time ago. I mean, like uh, I was surprised, but uh, you know we don't have time to think about something else you know like it was out and uh, everybody was ready to step up and uh, help the team to do uh, something nice you know so for sure Gallo got talent he got skills he's, uh, he's a big player but you know we don't have time to think about that we just need to uh, go through and uh, try to do our best. Did, did you say to yourself, okay, I might have to do, is there anything that you said, okay, uh, I might have to do a little bit more? Maybe a little bit more, me, Gigi, uh, other couple players, you know, like just try to be more aggressive. Uh, but I think it's like, especially, I mean, this is basketball and uh, it's a team uh, project, you know, like everybody needs to step up, all 12 players to, to win games, especially on us right now, you know, so, um, I think when we move the ball together, when we play the defense together and everybody's ready to help each other, I mean, that's the best thing that you can have in a team. Um, everybody kind of knows that core four that you guys have, and probably people know Cousine as well. Um, but, you know, those who don't follow the Italian league won't won't know guys like Filoy, won't go guys like Belica, yeah. um, you know, Abbas and, and Burns. And, and I don't even know how much you knew those guys. Maybe coming into the camp, you know, these were, uh, okay, Philoid played national team at the 20s, um, but maybe talk about those guys and, and how much of a surprise that those, I know you mentioned Philoid and, and, and um, uh, uh, Aradori, but, but Aradori people know yeah, as well, but, but you know, especially Philoid, uh, but Baliga as well. Talk about what your impression is on those guys. I mean, those kind of, kind of the next group of guys. I mean, I'm really happy about that, you know, like, uh, I didn't really know a, a lot about these kind of players, you know, maybe a little bit about Floyd and other couple of players, but you know, but uh, uh, at the beginning when I was at the training camp, I was uh, looking at this guy and, uh, you know, we have really couple great guys in the team. I mean, like, we are really a good team, we spend time together and we love each other and uh, uh, I'm really happy for them, you know, like uh, maybe nobody think about that, but like for these couple guys, yeah, this is the first European Championship, you know, so it's not easy, but I think they play great. I'm really I'm happy for them. How important is it for Italian basketball long term that guys like that come in and do this? I mean, it's really important, you know, especially uh, right now because, you know, like, okay, Gallo is out, or we don't have other couple guys, and uh, everybody needs to step up, you know. So I think uh, uh, we, have, we are a good team, but I think uh, uh, our best is when everybody on the team, uh, 12 guys, they step up and they try to do their best, and uh, we can be really good. Uh, what, looking back now, what do you think when I say poker face? No, I don't know. That's my face. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
was a tough question, you know, poker face, you know, like it's my face, you know, maybe uh, nobody that they really know me, I know, they know how uh, I love basketball and uh, I'm really a competitive guy, you know, I really want to win, I really want to win so bad, you know, so this is just my face. What does it mean to have, you know, why'd you pick that as the, as the title and, uh, you know, what, how much? Why did you kind of go with that? Poker face, you know, because maybe some people they don't know me. Uh, they look at me and they say maybe this guy, you know, they don't care. You know, it's just the same face when they are up by 20, die by one. Maybe when he score a big basket, you know. But this is my normal face, you know. I just try to uh, do everything for this game because I really love that and uh, I just try to win. Um, Pops was at the at the game. You know, we saw the we saw the the embrace, the hug afterwards. Um, just what it maybe talk about him in general. You know, you see him there, and you know, seeing him here in Tel Aviv, so far away from what you did back then. I mean, it's not that like you don't see him, you know, uh, uh, often in San Antonio, but to see him, let's say, on your turf. No, it's great. You know, like. Uh uh, just to have the possibility to win a championship with him for me is incredible you know like he really teach me a lot about basketball on the court and especially out of the court you know so he's a great guy I really love him and during the season you know sometimes we we text each other and so we are really friends we respect each other and uh, you know just to have the possibility to see him here in Tel Aviv to see me at the game, you know, to see us, Messina and everybody, I think it's something special. Uh, you mentioned Messina, you know, he's back in charge now. Obviously, he has history with the, of success. You didn't get it, you weren't able to get it done in, in Turin. Maybe what it's like to have him in charge, you know, you've been around for a while, you've had a couple different coaches, and now to have him, you know, serving as, a, as, the, as, a, as the boss. Yeah, you know, Messina is a great coach. I mean, I don't have nothing more to say. I mean, like, he's really... He really wants to win. Uh, he wants uh, the best from everybody on the team, you know. So we are really lucky to have him in our team. 2004. What do you think about 2004 silver medal? That was the last time Italy was on the podium. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, that's a great memory, you know. Like I was really young, but at the same time, you know, just uh, uh, have the possibility to win something with the national team and something is something special, you know. So I really hope one day to have something too like that. Where were you when that happened? Oh, 2004. I mean, I was—I uh, don't know—maybe uh, practice. I don't remember. But you know, <laughs> like I was—I was looking the game for sure. You know, because I'm really love to see basketball game, especially the our country when uh, when play uh, a big manifestation like a European championship. You know, so. But that's for sure something that we want to do too. Last question: the Coach said at one of the press conferences that they know you know your weaknesses, and now your key is to hide the weaknesses and show your strengths. Um, what do you guys have to do to be successful here? I think uh, you know I have confidence in ourselves. I think it's really important. And like I said before, you know, like everybody needs to be ready to step up uh, and uh, play together in offense and defense. I think. The most important thing is help help everybody on defense. You know, so uh, we got talent, we got skills, we play together, and I think that's the best way to play basketball like that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, maybe uh, I guess first off with this game, what was it like for you being back on the court? Uh, you know, uh, 
So when I was in uh, in, uh, in Houston, I tried to live um, this time, and it worked out for me pretty good. So it was not like, you know, of course it took a couple of days off, but it was not like something, you know, that I didn't took like two weeks or three weeks off that, you know, put me out of the shape or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was a tough loss, and I really, uh, we're really upset about it. But you know, we cannot just focus on a lot loss, and you know, you know, the games like this can affect the other games. So we have to just stay focused, get ready tomorrow, and move on. Yeah. Um, Maybe a couple of details about uh, about the child, uh, name, healthy, everything else. I mean, he's healthy. He's healthy. He's uh, he's long, so he's gonna be probably tall. I'm just happy overall. I'm happy. Um, what it, what did it mean for you to, to kind of get clearance? You know that the that the team was okay with you going. Uh, I'm really happy. You know, co uh, coach has a couple of kids too. Uh, I think two daughters, and you know he completely understood and he let me go and he, he understands that this is one or twice in a lifetime thing. You know, and you know I'm, I'm really appreciated that he he really made a opportunity for me to go and see my son. Uh, it's in Houston. Uh, maybe is it uh, is it a part of town that's that's uh, close to affected anything affected by the flooding? And all? I mean, uh, all the Houston was affected. Uh, the station is still pretty bad, you know, and uh, it's really sad. I mean, uh, send my prayers to all my friends, you know, who live there, and uh, it means it means a lot for me because I lived in that city for four years. I have a lot of fans, a lot of close people from uh, to me, and uh, you know. Um, the people that are safe, it's really nice of them to go and help the ones that had a problem. So, I mean, really the community of Houston sticks together through this tough period. And, uh, you know, it just really shows how, you know, in a matter of need, you know, everyone kind of gets together and helps each other. For those who have only seen the pictures uh, on TV, maybe give a description of, of what you what, what all you saw. I mean, the pictures are not even close to what's going on. You know, you could see like some like that, uh, some like a couple of pictures that, you know, something's flooded or something, you know, it looked bad. But when you're actually there and you see like trucks underwater and stuff like that, it's, it's shocking. Like, you know, there's a, a stoplight and it's like till, till the top water, you know, like, I don't know, four or five meters of water somewhere in some place even more, you know, uh, it's, it's shocking, you know, and like I said, it affects a lot of people and it's really a tragedy what happened there. Just to logistically, because I, I believe you were late getting out, is that right? You, I, don't know, I don't know about the, the flight, yeah. transportation, all that stuff, getting out of the airport. Were there just, you know, minimal traffic uh, allowance to go out? or? Oh, I mean, uh, the Houston airport is closed till now. I think uh, they closed the airport because the airport had a couple of meters of water on, on the runways and stuff like that. I mean, the whole city was pretty much shut down for four or five days, and uh, it was really a hustle to get out of the town. You know, I flew, through, uh, I flew out of uh, Dallas because, you know, that's pretty much that, that was the only flight I could catch and get here on time and uh, like I said you know I always keep all the time updating coach you know we we're on the same page all the time and like I said I did my best to come here as, as soon as possible. What was the route Dallas to where? To Frankfurt you know that was easy flight afterwards you know as yeah. soon as I got out of Houston it was easy flight. And then Frankfurt to, to Tel Aviv. Yeah. Um, maybe what kind of congratulations or whatever you know what did the what did the guys here what did they you know did, I mean I know you were only a couple hours before the game but what did they what kind of response did they give you? I mean, we all have a group chat and everything, you know, and everyone was super hyped about it and everyone was happy and, uh, you know, they saw, they saw pictures. What's up, D-Hack? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up with you? You got all tied up, huh? Different story. 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 Different story.
Yeah, so uh, like I said, uh, we have a group chat. You know, I send some pictures. I tell them when it happened. You know, everyone was happy. Everyone wished the best. And you know, like I said, I, I tried to get here as soon as possible. How hard was it leaving? Of course, it's hard. You know, but uh, you know, that's what that's how I was talking. Uh, with a coach, that was the plan, and you know, I tried to accomplish. You know, he gave me a couple of days off, spend spend with the, with my boy, and you know, looking from different side, you know, understanding him, and try to get here as soon as possible. Um, kind of winding down, the, uh, you know, Yasukevich's, uh, you know, made some headlines uh, at the press conference saying, you know, hey, if you have a child, if you know, if you don't have a child, you don't understand it. Did you hear about that press conference at all? Did you, were you thinking about it at all? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, every 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 man understands that. Uh, you know, like I said, it's one one or twice in lifetime opportunity and something special. And to um, to actually be in that situation and be, be able to go and see your child's birth, like you know, it's just it's, you cannot really describe the feelings or the opportunity. So. I guess I guess you can say the team has performed well in stretches. Results probably haven't been exactly what you guys wanted so far. Um, you know, sort of at the you know three fifths point of the of the of the of the group stage. Maybe your thoughts about how the team has performed in general. Yeah, that's you know typical. Probably. That's typical basketball, right? I mean, you're going through the stretches where you're playing good and, you know, they hit the bumps on the road. It's just very normal, uh, especially competing in a bigger stage, like, you know, for internationally, like for European championships, right? And there are so many great teams in our group, you know, trying to, you know, qualify for next round and, uh, you know, pretty talented, uh, pretty talented uh, players, you know, that every roster has. So it's, it's, it's typical. I mean, you know, one thing, obviously, we've been competing. Uh, you know, we've been, you know, trying to win, but, um, you know, I, I guess we, we're missing something, you know, we, we, um, but, you know, it's just it's long, well, not very long, but, you know, again, you're still in it, you know, um, one game can change anything, so. Uh, you just have to be smart. You just have to, you know, approach the, each game individually, and uh, you know, and, and try to try to win. And uh, we are very capable to beating anybody and playing against anybody. But in the same time, we kind of show that we are capable to losing also to anybody. But you know, hopefully, we can find that consistency. Uh, it is very important to be consistent and uh, you know, just just you know, play your game. But again, like you know. Especially playing five games in seven nights, not easy, you know, fatigue, uh, you have teams make adjustments, you know, etc, etc, so it's, it's just like process, you know, so, um, again, you just have to keep fighting. Hard to, how hard has this been for you? You had the injury coming into it. Yeah. First, the late preparation, late, you know, long season with, with Golden State. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, you know, and then coming in, you know, kind of late, also coming in with a little bit of an injury. How hard has it been you, you know, kind of get in? I mean, okay, it's yeah. good. It's e it's easier, if you will, because the guy, you know a lot of the guys mm -hmm. who've been around a while. But talk about how it's been easier. Yeah, it's been different summer. i never been this late, honestly. But, you know, just because of uh, that, a lot of reasons why this happened. You know, obviously having a you know, long season, uh, some personal matters back, you know, U.S. and uh, also age, you know, kind of, uh, uh, and plus rules that the you know, NBA has, you can't, you know, be there two months before the, the official games, and, you know, not only myself, a lot of guys 
lot of NBA guys joined the team, you know, pretty late to their teams. So, you know, fortunately, I dealt with the injury. I had confidence that, you know, if everything went smooth, you know, I would have been, you know, more prepared for four European championships. Uh, but, you know, fortunately, the one week missed the, you know, the tournament in Greece and. Basically, I just ended up playing only two final games prior to, you know, official games. So it's unfortunate, you know. I wasn't, you know, planning it. I wasn't thinking about it. But, um, but again, um, I'm, you know, no excuses, right? So I'm trying, trying to still uh, contribute to help the team and uh, help the country. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you have a Georgia on your, your jersey, so I just, you know, trying to represent the best way I can and give my best. So. Uh, you know, here we are. Well, you know, one win, two losses, and you know, very important game tomorrow. How excited are you being here? I mean, this is the fourth time that you've been in Eurobasket. Uh, you know, you're also in Division B. You know, thinking about the ride that you've got, yeah. and, and, and even this year, you can even say you're coming in as as probably one of the let's call favorites to at least make it to the you know next round, which has been different than in the past. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, you know, obviously it's different. And you know, first time, it's excitement and uh, good thing. Good. I mean, I don't know if I'm fortunate or I'm, I'm fortunate to experience everything, but you know, I take it as a positive. You know, just being in a part of the B division and going to the A, and then now fourth time making Euros, and you know, it happened throughout all my 17 year relations in Korea. So it's, it's pretty amazing where we were before and where we are now. You know, playing in like beating Lithuania, one of the best teams, you know, in, in Europe, right? And, uh, you know, beating Serbia in the friendlies or Greece and, you know, all kinds of, you know, games. So, uh, you know, this is something I'm proud of. You know, the day, you know, the experience is going to stay forever. And, and, you know, this is going to, I remember, I'm going to remember it. That's, that's what kind of makes you, you as a human being, a better person, you know, the experience, right? And it's different when somebody tells you, but when you experience on yourself, right, it's just totally different. You're never going to forget. So it's just pretty amazing. Uh, you know, I appreciate, you know, the more, you know, to be part and, I mean, on top. Yeah, I definitely don't want to go back, you know, um, where I was a couple of years ago. And, that, you know, for that reason, you have to fight, you have to work hard, you have to, you know, just, uh, you know, just doing the work every single day, and, and, you know, because it's not fun to play, you know, Division B at crazy travels, and, you know, uh, it's all BS, basically, but, you know, you want to play against the best, I mean, that's, that's, and in your career, that's what you can be proud of, so, fourth time, yeah, I mean, now we have experience, so, you know, kind of expectations are high, obviously, that, you know, compared to previous ones, and, you know, it's, it's this different approach now, you know, you lose two games and, you know, everybody's saying, what happened? Like, you know, expectations are That's a compliment, obviously, you know, that people think that you're capable to, you know, winning easily and going, especially after beating the, the 21st Wait. game, you know, everybody thought, like, you know, we could compete against U.S., <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but it's, it's the, this normal process and, you know, it's, it's part of the game, I guess. You were mentioning being on top. You're on top of basketball right now. You come in to this tournament actually as an NBA champion. Um, you know, you had different offers. You, you went to the team where you know had a, they had been to the final. Uh, just maybe talk about you know that whole process and say you know what was the main reason of going there and what was that crazy ride like? Well, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was amazing to be part of the, you know, a team like that and you know, full of talent. And, you know. The guys who love playing basketball, who are very hard workers and who play the game right way, and you know, 
uh, at the end of the day, combine all that, you know, and having fun and working hard and, you know, winning the championship, you know, so definitely, uh, you know, especially coming off again from that team, you know, I'd say, you know what, I want to be part of it again, I want to experience, you know, go to the set two in a row. It's a long marathon, I guess, you know, obviously, but, you know, it's just doable, especially having experience, you know, what you went through, you're your first. Um, and now you have, you have more experience, so you can deal with the things easier, probably, but still, it's not easy to win the championship, right? So, take care, take care of yourself, be professional, you know, just, you know, enjoy, keep working hard, and good things are going to happen when you, when you play the right way and uh, when you help each other. Um. Maybe just talk about the reaction back home, you know, first Georgian yeah. to win, you know, president, you know, everything else, just your, your emotions during that whole thing and, and maybe maybe one thing that kind of stuck out in your memory of all the reactions. Well, you know, the whole summer was crazy, honestly, in a good way. Um, you know, total different summer, honestly, I had um, very busy, um, very emotional, um, special. You know, the, I had moments where I'm never going to forget in my life, you know, so I'll be so fortunate to be in that situation, uh, representing my country for so many years and, you know, after so many years, you know, in 2017, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing this, you know, I'm so blessed and, you know, fortunate and, uh, you know, so again, you can take it, you can take it granted, um, you just have to continue keep working hard and uh, keep in, enjoying the moment and doing the right things. Um, uh, Goga Badate, I've seen a lot of him this past year being at the with Mega and covering the Adidas Next Generation tournament where he played there. And he's one of your one of your successors as a yeah. center, and, and he, we haven't seen him yet. He's kind of dealing with a groin injury yeah. right now. Um, but maybe what are you teaching the young kid? You know, I heard you one of the talking to the media saying, you know, you learned from your veterans, and now you know, yeah. what are you um, teaching him? Yeah, they, again, I, I know this kid. For, you know, when he was you know even younger, uh, you know, amazing talent. You know, really, li I really like what I see in him. You know, with his athletic ability. You know, moving pretty well, and footwork is great. And uh, you know, his work ethic. Unfortunately, we didn't have enough time, you know, to spend together. You know, because first I was injured, now he's injured. And then uh, doing the games, it's kind of hard. You know, because you know, you want to kind of go against each other at the practices, and we didn't have that much time, you know, to you know go against each other. But uh, you know, hopefully, I can. You know, I was able to. Hopefully I was able, you know, I was helpful to him, uh, you know, in certain ways. I'm definitely going to continue, you know, helping him however I can. Obviously, if he, would, he wants to, um, but, you know, again, he's, he's Georgian, he's, he's future, and, um, you know, a lot of great years waiting uh, in front of him, and uh, he's in good hands. Um, you know, obviously the club doing something right, you know, he, because he's a totally different player than uh, I saw last in time. Tbilisi, yeah. No, in, yeah, the, the, in Serbia, wherever he's playing, yeah, you know, okay. so. Um, I'm really happy for him because you know he has a bright future and you know he just have to keep continue working hard and keep improving and getting better and better every single day. Yeah. Uh, last question because I know you got to go. Um, you know, last two years ago you guys were you know fair enough you know disappointed that you guys ended up losing uh, in the round in the round of 16. You know, Mishula said the great game. Um, what would you say is what would you say would be would make your you and, and this team satisfied? 
at this at this yeah, I don't at this think, I don't think any result will be satisfied unless you win a championship. That's that's for sure. Uh, I don't at least I don't believe in any other results, especially experiencing this year, you know, winning the championship. So obviously like I told you expectations are high and it's it's very normal. And uh, I just hope to have the best, you know, result that we ever had. Honestly, and, you know, and unfortunately, you know, you know, we're dealing some injuries, you know, with some kids and Bucinadze and big loss to us. But again, uh, you know, knowing Georgian nature and you know personality, uh, you know, we are fighters, so we're gonna fight until you know until the end. And uh, you know, win or lose, at least we're gonna tell ourselves, be true to ourselves that you know we did everything we could. Um, but again, hopefully, it's gonna be a special year. Um, uh, just like it was with the with the Warriors, and uh, you know, have the uh, have the best result we ever had during these four European Championships. All right, um, yeah, very uh, good stuff. Uh, thank you to those guys for for taking the time to talk to them. And uh, I, you know, Eurobasket is a couple is a couple few weeks old, but uh, definitely wanted to get you uh, those interviews. Um. To, to make sure that you heard those uh, lots of good stuff in there so all right uh with that uh i'm gonna call it a show and let you get on with your day and i'm gonna get on with my work so last thing i need to let you know is this uh, song you're going to be listening to song's called romeo and it's by the family crest and uh it is available on freemusicarchive.org go check it out Enjoy it. Enjoy the uh, week of basketball. Again, the NBA has uh, preseason games going on, so you can go check those out. And and a couple of more leagues, uh, domestic leagues here in Europe, uh, start uh, tipping off. So you can catch some uh, some games, uh, some more games from, from some different leagues. So uh, until next week, uh, enjoy the hoops.
Oh, she drove me to feel young again Oh, 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 the way she moves seduction through and through Shaboom, shaboom, boom Well, she stomped her boots to the sound of an erotic age guitar And the sound of an arcade But far away, they sang She'll be back in his bed again Go get Romeo, his Juliet is on her and you listen to Taking Charge. 